Oh, wait. Maybe it did get wet. Right. Okay. I think we've found the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I don't even know how I'm alive. All right. Starting on three. One, two, three, go. Wait, did you? Oh, okay. That's fine. (laughs) I clicked clicked record anyway, so it just might be a little bit of, hello. We're back. (laughs) Season D. Season Ni. Season two. I just, that was like French, Chinese, and English. And Dos, because hello, calling from Spain today. Oh, no need to rub it in. Hello, me, global traveler, <laughs> digital nomad, he says. I'm calling in from Toronto. I have not left this spot the whole time we've been off. But some things have changed because the hairstyle. I know people can't see, but I, I did grow it out during the pandemic. And then I asked for a little bit of a... An Asian natural curl, because lots of Asians have natural curly hair. Sure, yeah, no, obviously, yeah, yeah. Perms are in. Perms are so in. Did you know that you can't have a shower straight after you've had a perm? I should also not kill the pool boy. Wait, no, 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 I shouldn't fuck the pool boy. I shouldn't fuck the pool boy, and I shouldn't kill my father. (laughs) I rest my case. (laughs) I object. Also, what is going on with the bandaging on your shoulder? Okay, so again, once again, listeners cannot see this, but it literally looks like... Such a, such a visual medium this week. <laughs> <laughs> Insert audio. Oh, actually, my friend Patrick, oh. <laughs> um, he got a job reading captions or like descriptions for visually impaired people for like TV shows. Real Housewives, he's doing the audio description. <laughs> glass. Uh, they, but it doesn't need to say glass smashed because you can hear that. Right. It'll be like... Um, Hair flicked. Yes. Stuff like that. <laughs> anyway, we don't have Patrick here to audio description. Okay, it does look... It looks like a women's like period pad on my shoulder. It's quite... Lo- can't say that? Inappropriate. Or sanitary pad. I don't know. It just feels like you... Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm not. Anyway, carry on. Oh, I also thought a sanitary pad was for that time of the month, but is it just for if you're incontinent? Because that's a diaper. Anyway, I'm not wearing a diaper on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> is this thing on? Are you even talking to me right now? <laughs> I fell off my bike. <laughs> right. Okay. Fe- we got there eventually. <laughs> it was my fault, though. Um, 100% my fault. I was running Is it a- serious? It's a really big bandage. Um, okay. It wasn't... A- yeah. So, it's an open wound. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. Wo- no, I'm, not- I'm nodding. Yeah. Yeah. People say that I say wound funny. It's just you do it really slowly and you drag it out perhaps longer than you need to. But that's like a lot of your, your stories. So... <laughs> <laughs> I so got told that in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Terry. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's road rash. Gravel burn. How is it your fault? Because it was a red light for the cars and the pedestrians were were crossing and I was weaving through to get through the pedestrian. Weaving, as in like there was a substantial gap. Sure. And then a man with his dog, who was facing the opposite direction, decided to turn suddenly and cross. So to... Avoid them, I swerved and I wiped out. Landed on my left shoulder, skid along the ground. You're lucky it wasn't your face. Or my teeth. 
Exactly. Those teeth are expensive. They are expensive. Real gold. So, no stitches or anything? Just no, a lot of... sprains, bruises... Okay, and also it is pretty big because the nurse that I went to afterwards, he put the non-stick portion on the wound, which is great. (laughs) But then the new scabs, he put the sticky stuff on that. So then when I went to change my dressing the other day, it ripped off the scabs, made the wound bigger. It kind of looks like Japan, though. Ah, all of the islands? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Even Okinawa? <laughs> I was hoping more for uh, Italy, the boot. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> a stiletto. So what's that birthmark? It's a stiletto. It's Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together, guy. It's a thigh high. <laughs> um, you've been a bit jinxed with your bike, really, haven't you? Stolen three times, now wiped out, illegally crossing a red light. (laughs) Oh, the best part, though, was that the man with the dog then came over me while I was still splayed out on the ground and looks at me, leans over and says, that's why you don't run a red light, dude. Uh, Helpful. Yeah. Thanks, Bruce. Literally looked at him and said, yep, thanks. Got it. And then he walked off. Didn't help me. <laughs> Didn't help me get up. Didn't help to like get my bike up. No, just walked off with his dog. Jackass. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Are we talking about you? Oh, uh, yeah. No, well, uh, no major news. Obviously, I'm in my digital nomad era and uh, just touring. Did you say various... you're in Los Cabos? Los Ca- Where's Los Cabos? I don't know. No, no, I'm not in Las Cuevas. I don't even think Las Cuevas is a place. Oh, my God. We're going to get read for this as well. Geography. Uh, where are you then? Today, I mean... <laughs> I remembered. It just came into my head. Sorry, but you go. I don't want to cut you off. It's your moment, not mine. <laughs> this is your moment. Um, I'm in Spain. I've been in Spain for a little while. Uh, I've also been traveling to Brussels a bit. But currently you're in... Uh, today, I'm in Benidorm. And Benidorm's in the UK, right? <laughs> no. It's not? <laughs> are you, are you, no, you I'm being, being serious? serious. Yeah, I am being serious. <laughs> no, Benidorm is definitely not in the UK. Benidorm is on the Costa del Sol of Spain between oh Alicante and Valencia. Yeah, no, seriously. Why does it sound so English? And why is there a TV show called Benidorm and it's English? There's a TV show called Benidorm because it's really popular place for English tourists to come and sit in the sun and drink a lot of lager and watch football and eat fish and chips. That's so terrible. I literally thought Benidorm was on the British like coast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, every day's a school day. No. So ah! I'm in Spain. <laughs> I'm in Spain, and like we've spoken about this before. We spoke about this in season one. You're tanning. How's your tanning going? <laughs> Not well, no. (laughs) Where is it a farmer's tan this time? Is it you like a speedo tan? Surely. Yeah, no, I'm I'm doing okay on the speedo tan, but I've got a bit of a a tan line problem in the under boob area. So I've been trying to correct that on the beach at Benidorm by sort of like spread eagling out in the sun, like stretching lots of overhead, very long and tall. Um, But it's it's I'm making slow progress. Slow progress. (laughs) (laughs) Very titillating. Uh, This week's episode is presented by Squirt.org. Hook up with gay and bi men in your area on Squirt.org. 
Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends snowballing is for everyone. Okay, we're going to do it. We're going to do our first ever snow globers. (laughs) Because we are delivery focused people. We said that we were going to do it and we do it, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's our campaign slogan. (laughs) (laughs) Vote for Gareth and me 2021 because we do it. We did what we said we were going to do. So. I think we should just shorten it. Just do it. Oh, just, my God. Uh, yeah, sounds really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Get to the point. <laughs> okay. So, our first snow glober comes from Brooklyn, New York. Um, he's actually a friend of mine, and his name is Zachary Zane. So, let's have a listen to what he has to say about the world of Zachary. Hey. So, my name is Zachary Zane. Uh and I am snow globing from uh, Brooklyn, New York. And I'm, I mean, obviously, there's so many gay things that are going on in Brooklyn all the time. Uh, I'm actually bisexual, and I threw this bisexual, male-only uh, sex party at the New Society for Wellness Clubhouse, at the NSFW Clubhouse. And it was technically in Soho, but it was just so awesome to create a space that was specifically more for bisexual men. And it wasn't just like your regular, like, pump and dump gay sex party. It was like... You came in, you were there from nine o'clock, you stayed till uh, lights came on at three o'clock. And I actually did this number uh, to the song by the Divinals, like I touched myself. And what I did was, uh, so I did like this burlesque number and at the end of it, I had 10 inches of anal beads <laughs> sort of in my butt. And I took them out one by one and the crowd went wild. So it was absolutely awesome. So that is something that is happening in New York. And it's actually going to be happening again in two months. This bi-male-centric or bi-centric male sex party. And that is something uh, that I am definitely snow globing, which is a cool, a cool thing happening here. And again, my name is Zachary Zane. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. I have so many. Okay, that was amazing. Firstly, but I have so many questions. Like my mind right now is just. I had to write stuff down. I had a pen and paper <laughs> next to me. I wrote stuff down. I took notes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- well, let's break it down then, because I mean, first thing for me was that uh, I love Zachary's writing, and it's great to finally get some buy visibility on this show. Um, because in a way, Zach's articles is one of the few opportunities that I get to hear about the sort of perspective and experiences of bisexual men. Do you have any bi friends? Yeah, I have Zach. Duh. No, apart from Zach, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know, actually. Oh, I do. I do. I actually have a girlfriend, um, called Catherine. I'm putting names to people this season. No, very good. Congratulations. But I was going to say, like, definitely the bisexual female... No, the bisexual female experience is is perhaps more visible than the bisexual male experience. True. And so that's why it's always interesting to read what Zach's got to say somehow. But um, but no, good for Catherine. Congratulations, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> Yay, Catherine. Um, but also, I didn't understand the assignment. You did ask me, do I have any bisexual men friends? I do not. <laughs> do you? No, no, that's what I was saying. Like, uh, maybe I do and I don't know it kind of thing. Like, not everyone wears a bisexual flag on their sleeve kind of thing. What but, colors are the bi There isn't a bi uh, Yeah, there is. It's like purpley, isn't it? Oh, is it the purple, yellow, black one? Isn't that bisexual? Oh, again. We should Google Someone that. Google this. <laughs> okay, but then the other aspect of Zach's snow globing report, which I was really fascinated by, was he, this is a... I'm trying to get the words right. It's a bisexual male-only sex party. Okay, so like, yes. And the word that I love, bicentric. 
I love anything that's sent. Is it, he calls it a bicentric party. Like I wrote the word down. Oh, wait. So it's, it's a bicentric male-only sex party. No, no, no. I think what you described was correct. I just meant like he also... But then he also said it was bicentric. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you screen people at the door for that? Uh, that <laughs> I was going to say, like, isn't it if you're male presenting that like that's kind of it? Oh, you don't have to prove that you're bisexual. Oh, like, why couldn't you just be a sneaky gay man just jumping in, getting in on the action? And wearing, like, an I love vagina t-shirt, and then... Maybe having the mauve plum blue flag on your shoulder. You are a wolf in sheep's clothing. A Trojan horse. Helen, you are Helen. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they'll call you when you come in, Gareth, next time. You'll be like, hi, Zach, I'm here for your bicentric party. And we'll be like, Helen's here. <laughs> um, I also but, um, go go. You, okay. um, I mix. I also wrote down the words pump and dump. Oh, I, I guess that's kind of in a way answers the question because the way that Zach was describing it was that this is a sex party with a different energy and a different vibe than perhaps what you'd normally expect in the pump and dump. Which I want to ask you, I personally have not been to a gay sex party, but like, have you been to one firstly? And then secondly, what is the vibe? Yes, excellent questions. Um, well, I guess the vibe does vary a little bit between parties, doesn't it? Because it, um, the ones that I've been to tend to be more club nights with big you know, music and lots of people and sex happening as opposed to... I don't really go for the private sex parties where, you know, maybe like it's a gangbang in someone's house kind of thing or a, or a motel room. That's not really my kind of thing. But obviously that, that's... But if it was a, a hotel room? Yeah, no, no. It, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying never. I'm just... <laughs> I'm certainly open to invitations. But <laughs> please, please. My email is... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I like the sound of Zach's party because it was, you know, he talked about his performance and how it was, oh. you know, everyone was there for the whole thing as opposed to just coming and going, literally. Yeah, well, it was um, like a, but, a night event. Yeah, yeah. It was almost so, like a sleep no more, but... Oh, uh, don't... I hate that show. <laughs> um, but also, as, as you mentioned, it's like it was a thing. It wasn't just like a come and go as you please. Exactly. <laughs> ten to three, though, I would be done I'm too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> be done by ten ten and be like, are there snacks? five minutes in and it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, when are you on? When are your anal beads coming on? I came to see the show. But speaking of the show, you know, obviously it sounds like a pretty cool performance. And "Touch Myself" by <gasps> Divinals is an iconic track to do that kind of thing too. Now you're no stranger to performing, but how would you feel about doing something as sexual as what Zach did? Oh, I don't have the rectal capacity. She doesn't have the range. She <laughs> doesn't have her. Range. She can do two. She can do three. But ten, honey, she needs to train for that. <laughs> um, I w- do you know what I imagine when he said that he pulled the anal chain, <laughs> the anal bead loop chain, uh, ten ten beads. I imagine it was like essentially the equivalent of like ten reveals on RuPaul's Drag Race. It would have been like one bloop <gasps> crowd dead, yeah, then, gasping, bloop, bloop. <laughs> pearls clutched, yeah, yes. <laughs> Cash work, work, mama, down. work. 
You better, you better motherfucking work. <laughs> she did that. <laughs> but hang on, he also wasn't specific, and you know, obviously, we didn't ask him to be. But he didn't specify the size of the anal beads. It was so it's not necessarily poodle balling it out. It could be. It could be. Pause. Is that a technical term? Poodle yes. balling. Is it really? Are you no they're, like they're the big ones? Yeah. Okay, regardless of the size, but obviously it's a very, like, graphic... Such a visual show today. Yeah. <laughs> Poodle balling, you say. Poodle so I'm saying it could have been a smaller... A smaller um, bead. A be- yeah, it could be, a, a you know, more like a... Yeah. Something more that easily accommodated. It's just, I'm putting that out there. I don't know. I feel like for the big shebang, if it was me, and I did have the range, and I had trained, I would have had... Smaller, 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 and then the last one would have been yes. poodle ball filled with glitter. Poop, poof. <laughs> I guess something that's a bit equivalent is when you go to like a big club night or whatever, and you know there's like a live sex show on stage. Is that your kind of thing? Are you into that? Okay, so like my experience with that is limited, but I always like performance anxiety. That's what I would think. I'd be like, what if something went wrong? What if somebody did something didn't work? What if... Um, I think I would just be too in my head, though. Overthinking it. Just overthinking yeah. it. Yeah. I don't think I'd be very good. No, well, I wasn't necessarily saying that you had to do it, but oh. you, obviously <laughs> that's an option for you. Interpret but, as you will. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you like the energy that that kind of performance brings to a party, I guess? Because some people find it a bit of a... a you know, it's, oh, that's a bit too uh, ex- explicit or that's too mm. sexual or I actually just want to come and dance to good music. I don't really need the sex show as well. Or yeah. For some people, it can really bring a different energy into the room and can really make things a bit darker and sexier and hotter kind of thing. Yeah, I guess it really depends on the party. I shouldn't really bring my perception of what I think it should be. If I had to choose between the live sex show and the 10 reveals of a drag queen, I'd probably choose the 10 reveals. That's just my thing. Yeah, yeah, What yeah, about yeah. you? No, if it, uh, I, I like it. Um... It can, if it's done really well, it's it can be really <gasps> cool. Um, what but, is a poor, what, what's one that's done badly, Gareth? Like, um, I guess, yeah, it's, well, when you sort of feel as if the performers are sort of going through the motions a little bit. Um, Onto your back. Okay. Yeah. And it fours. doesn't feel very authentic. Not that having sex on stage is necessarily authentic, but, you know, sometimes it can really feel like, this is cool and I'm really excited to see it as opposed to this is just a bit of a time. You need to really be more vulnerable on stage. Show more vulnerability. (laughs) That's really what you're asking them for. You know, I want depth. I want Uh, depth. I want range. (laughs) I want vulnerability. I want authenticity. Um, Now, Zach said at the top of his report that he was based in Brooklyn and, you know, in New York city kind of thing. Is Brooklyn a part of New York that you know? Well, Uh, I say with Zach last time I was in New York. Uh, we were there for water polo. Um, but I think he's moved from his place because I think there were, he found like um, gunshots in his doorway. Um, a couple fresh, of times. F- fresh, fresh ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might want to move from here. Uh, I get the message. Yeah. <laughs> not welcomed. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, but I like it. Like, I guess when you, I guess for people that are first time travelers to New York, you always go to the Smoky Apple. That's what my mum calls it. 
I think she gets confused with the Big Apple and the Big Smoke. What's the smoke? Yeah. Oh, the Big Smoke. Right. Okay. Yeah, we're going to the Big Smoke, the city. We're going to the Big Apple. That's New York. We're going to the Smoky Apple. The Big Smoky the Apple. apple. Ooh, <laughs> no, but you're right. Because also, I kind of feel that Brooklyn's a cool place to hang out in. But if you're there to see the sights, and you'd probably want to be on Manhattan and do the stuff kind of thing. Um, but I did like Brooklyn. I thought it was really cool. Um, again, much like, I don't know, everyone will say this, like, good restaurants, good bars, good blah, blah, blah. But, like, it is just a very different vibe as opposed to, like, I find Manhattan is touristy, really, right? This is yeah. probably more... Actual people live there and go yes. about their day-to-day lives kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I stayed in Williamsburg um, one time and literally my friend Dan, he lives on the street where is the divide between, like, hipster Williamsburg and then, like, Hasidic Jew. Wait, which side is he on? Hipster. But it almost felt like you could be like a journey into the past. You could just cross the road and then it if was you like let your if you let your side kills my grow. ringlets. <laughs> um, but I think we should also just have a quick chat because we've been to we've been to New York together. Um, yes. That was years ago, though. That was <laughs> what it was. It was no, I'm, I'm nodding and agreeing. It was a really long time ago. That, yeah. Oh my god, it's nine years ago. A lot has happened since then. Yeah. I know, but yet we stay the same. <laughs> Still looking young and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Um, but we we went. We did a few fun things that time, right? Um, and there was obviously the the typical gay bars that you must go to if you're going to New York. Industry. No, true. But also, we were really lucky that we saw some good shows as well because we went to. I think what was that hotel called? And the the club was XL there. Oh yes, and we saw Bianca's show. It was um, like an actual sit down, like cabaret style, cabaret, old school cabaret, wasn't it? Old yeah. school cabaret. And actually, it was uh, Bianca Del Rio was hosting. This was prior to. Her, so this was exactly nine years ago. So before she was even on Drag Race, Milan. Was performing. Um, I think Bunny was normally in the show, but she wasn't there that night. No, but we did see Sherry Vine. Sherry Vine at Industry. And we saw Jackie Beat at Industry We saw Jackie Beat as well. Yeah, it was good fun. Um, And then you don't want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. Sleep No More, which is (laughs) (laughs) probably the scariest immersive theater experience that I've ever done and hated in a way. I actually did want to tap out. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it because of what? For people that don't know, it's an immerse- It's called an immersive theatre experience. So you basically everyone puts on these creepy, like, masks. So you don't know who anyone is. And then you are in the play. Like, it is a four-story warehouse. Yeah. We're not going to say what the story is because that kind of, like, ruins it, I find. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, you're supposed to work it out yourself. But it's just a lot of wandering around because you trying to, to figure out what's going on. Yeah, there was a lot of walking. <laughs> I was tired after the end of the day. You just kept following naked people trying to trying to see penis. <laughs> Where's What's the problem with that? Well, I'm not, there I'm was not judging you. I'm just saying it was a different strategy. There was, a three, you, yeah. there was a three women orgy. There was a sex scene in a bathtub with a man and a woman. It was amazing. Sorry, again, this is not Zach's sex party. <laughs> immersive no. theatre. Actually, we should ask Zach. Zach, you should put on an immersive theatre bicentric sex party. Yeah, like, I would go to that. But yes, no, I love New York. Oh my God, I should get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's the end of this episode. Make sure to subscribe and tell your friends. Remember, snowballing is for everyone. Our snow globber this week was Zachary Zane. You can follow Zachary on Instagram at ZacharyZane underscore. Follow Ming on Instagram at HeyMingaling. And follow Gareth on Twitter at GTV London. This episode was presented by Squirt.org. Hook up with gay and bi men in your area on Squirt.org. And tune in next time for more snowballing and more gay nonsense.